The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Customer Appreciation Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to investigate the ROI of two simple but important words, thank you. Each day this week, we're gonna publish an episode that discusses what you need to know about how to humanize your sales and marketing efforts to build more longer lasting and impactful relationships. Joining us today is Daniel Rodriguez, who is the head of marketing at Alice, which is both a sponsor of the MarTech podcast and a platform that takes the anti-blast and harass approach to B2B selling. Alice simplifies the time-consuming actions that drive real relationships and trusts using their B2B gifting platform that automates the process of researching a prospect's interests, writing them a card, and sending them a thoughtful hand-selective gift using AI-enhanced technology. So far this week, we've discussed why building real human relationships matters, how to effectively relate to your customers, why empathy is the missing component into building ROI, and today we're going to discuss how authenticity can improve your conversion rates. Here's the fourth installment of Customer Appreciation Week with Daniel Rodriguez from Alice. Daniel, welcome back to Customer Appreciation Week on the MarTech Podcast. Thanks so much for having me, Ben. We're getting towards the back half of the week, and we've talked about building relationships with your customers, why it matters, how to understand who your prospects and customers are, and how to think about them first before you start communicating what you want from them, the idea of empathy. A lot of communication comes down to whether someone actually believes that you're on their side, which to me is what authenticity is about. How do you think about authenticity? I think authenticity is about coming across as thoughtful and genuine. And it's not, hey, I feel like I'm being really thoughtful. So therefore, I'm being thoughtful. It's the person I'm interacting with would say, wow, that was really thoughtful of that person. And that makes them like you, which is a very important characteristic to building successful sales relationships. You know, I think an important thing about authenticity, and maybe this is more in line with the definition of authenticity, but it's being yourself and being comfortable with that. And I feel like often people will go out of their way to try to be something that they are not. And that doesn't make you somebody that you feel can be trusted. And that's really where authenticity impacts, like I said, your conversion rate is 
When somebody feels like they're not really sure who you are, they can't trust you, it's going to lower their probability of wanting to work with you. Am I thinking about this the right way? And, and how do you try to advise people on staying true to themselves and building authentic relationships? Yeah, I do think you're thinking about it the right way. And I think the most authentic, genuine thing that you can do is write somebody a handwritten note. And there are such good examples that are visceral examples out there in the world about this. I have some of my own examples about this. I mean, when I was graduating from college, which now was a long time ago, it was in 2005, I remember receiving a nice handwritten note from one of the people that I went to college with. And she was just basically saying like, hey, it was really great to get to know you. And I just hope that you're going to have a lot of success and that maybe we can stay in touch. And I just remember thinking, wow, that was really powerful at the time. And now, 14 years later, that I still remember that interaction, I'm thinking, holy smokes, that really stuck with me. That's really remarkable. Another power of a handwritten note, I don't know if folks had seen this got passed around the internet, kind of went viral, but it was a picture of a handwritten note that George H.W. Bush had written to Bill Clinton as a like, this was on the desk of the Oval Office for when um, when Bill Clinton first became president. And it was just this wonderful note that was very authentic, you know, it was very much in George H.W. Bush's style of communication, you know, again, to your point, not trying to be someone else in the way he was talking about that. You know, if you go out and look for this, it's really moving because of the bipartisan nature of it. And we think of things in this very partisan way. And I think the authenticity of handwriting itself and just the way that you can use your own language to show up in a physical note can be really powerful. I think using a handwritten note is a great tactic. And it's a physical manifestation of you spending your time and putting your thoughts in a format that people can see it. I think the reason why it is so effective is it shows a comfort, right? It shows that you are A, willing to invest time in the relationship, which is obviously important. And B, it allows somebody to see something about you, right? There's a visible reaction to seeing somebody's handwriting. When I think about authenticity, the first thing that comes to my mind, there's a salesperson that I work with at one of my consulting clients, and he is a bold personality, at least, to put it lightly. He is Bud Light chugging, workout all the time, party in Vegas, $400 Prada shirt wearing sales guy. And he is incredibly effective. He's incredibly considerate and he's very good at his job. And while the people that he is selling to probably have different political views, probably have very different lifestyles, I think everybody really appreciates that he is unabashedly himself and he is looking out for people's interests. And it doesn't matter that he's parting it up in Vegas on the weekends and, you know, his Facebook page is fascinating. But it's also that he is comfortable with it and comfortable with himself so other people can be comfortable with him too. Talk to me about how outside of the writing a handwritten note, what are the ways that showing who you are and being your authentic self can impact your business relationship? We talked about this in the episode a few days ago, but I think the opposite of this is coming across as salesy. And for as much as we might want to judge this guy that you're talking about as being an avatar of like the Jersey Shore. You also then mentioned how incredibly effective he is in a selling situation. 
probably because he does not come across as salesy. And when we talk about people that are salesy, we normally think of people as basically just having this like thinly veiled sales pitch in every interaction. They don't listen well. They're not putting a lot of thought into their outreach. They take a kind of blast, take first approach. It's just all about like making the max number of touches that I can make. That comes across as very salesy. And in the world of direct mail, things that don't have authenticity then come across as cupcakes, you know, that's just this generic thing of cupcakes that shows up. I might not really think anything of the thoughtful nature and the genuine nature of receiving cupcakes or a fruit basket. It's like kind of thoughtful, but then I'm kind of like, I don't know if I really care. It gets you 25% of the way there. You've put time and effort into the relationship. You didn't invest in understanding who the person is and you didn't help solve their problems. Right. So there is something to be said for the gifting approach, but you're missing the boat if you're not applying, understanding who they are and what their problems are. Right. I was actually just having lunch today with somebody. And if you're listening to this then in the morning, that sounded weird because we're actually recording this in an afternoon. But I was having lunch today with somebody who was talking about how they'd been in a company where they were doing this campaign where the book Shoe Dog was then being sent to all of their prospects and customers and all of their internal employees, basically because the CEO or the CMO read the book Shoe Dog and thought it was awesome. So it wasn't connected to the company having anything to do with Nike or anybody having anything to do with entrepreneurship or anything. It was just this good book. And I don't think there are very many people that would receive that. And it's like, oh, wow, that's really thoughtful. That was really genuine of that person. You know, instead, they might think, wow, that person is really a big fan of this book. And sometimes, you know, in like a socks or cupcakes example, like, oh, wow, this person seems like they might really be a big fan of socks or cupcakes, but I'm not necessarily a big fan of those. Those don't necessarily come across as being very thoughtful or genuine to me. And that's the barometer for authenticity. There's something that occurs to me, and I'm going to go back to my, what you called the Jersey Shore avatar of my friend who is the salesman at one of my consulting clients. And there's a way to give a gift, to show appreciation which isn't that much about understanding who the prospect is, but still gets your point across that you appreciate them. And I'll give you an example. If my friend were to send me a case of Bud Light with a card that was handwritten that says, where I'm from, this is how we show our appreciation for having a great working relationship. It's been a pleasure to work with you. I hope we get to keep doing it. It would mean a lot to me. Now, I don't really love Bud Light. I'm much more of a red wine and a bourbon drinker, but the idea behind it and showing that it is a manifestation of his authentic self and his a way to show appreciation is what's important, right? The actual gift is a little irrelevant. It's just the thought behind it and the sediment that you are trying to show the appreciation is one of the things that really matters. I'm actually going to disagree with you a little bit there. Because if that person had access to the information that you are a red wine and bourbon guy, and I don't know if outside of someone listening to this podcast, <laughs> it's for sure on Instagram. <laughs> okay, so there you go, right? So then I think that would come across as a good, thoughtful action, but it would not necessarily come across as something that someone would say, oh, wow, that was really thoughtful of that person. Rather, if somebody had gotten you a really cool bottle of bourbon and wrote that note. And maybe they're not a bourbon drinker at all, but they know you're into bourbon and they went out of the way to figure that out and then included that in the handwritten note. I feel like that would be better. That's the home run, but it's a double off the wall using a baseball metaphor. If 
The home run is, hey, where I'm from, we use this stuff to clean off bumpers, but you seem to enjoy it and I've liked working with you, so here you go. That's like, eh, I don't like bourbon, but I know that you do and I did my homework and here's some way that I show appreciation and the positioning it as uh, where I'm from, we don't really like this stuff. That to me feels authentic. And today we're talking about authenticity. The idea of I'm going to send you a case of Bud Light because this is authentically me. Actually, to me, both of them are great. And obviously the person would have done their homework to figure out what really matters to me. But showing appreciation and being authentic, I think that there's a way to do that as well. I think that the barometer of thoughtfulness is one that includes making it about the other person. Because these are all interconnected. You know, we talked about being empathetic and we talked about being relatable in the past couple of days. And I would say that the biggest home run that you could actually hit in that example that you gave, the walk-off grand slam when you're down by three is actually, hey, I looked up that you like craft beer. I'm a Bud-like guy, but I can also go down the craft beer path. And I wanted to give you this cool craft beer tasting and be able to then share that experience with you because I could relate to that experience. So it's relatable, it's empathetic. And then I included this handwritten note that references my own interest that's close to yours. So it comes across as authentic. I think you could go all the way there. That's the perfect gift. Doing your homework, figuring out who the person is, being understanding of what they're going through and why they like this, putting yourself in their shoes and being authentic about why you're giving it and what it means to you and how you hope it helps them. Exactly. At the end of the day, authenticity and being true to yourself and being comfortable to yourself is something that really does matter. When you're trying to build a real human relationship, you need to be comfortable with yourself and express who you are so other people can understand that and know where you're coming from. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Daniel Rodriguez from Alice for joining us. If you'd like more of Daniel's tips for building effective customer relationships, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we discuss how to leave a lasting and impactful impression. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Daniel, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is DLRDaniel, which is D-L-R-D-A-N-I-E-L. Or you can visit his company's website, which is alice.com, A-L-Y-C-E.com. Just one link that I want to tell you about, which is in our show notes. Of course, you can find our contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our newsletters. But if you want to reach out on social media, my handle is BenJShap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Any marketing questions, any comments on the show, happy to connect on Twitter and or LinkedIn. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.